to fight the enemy tonight. That's what I'm going to be speaking about, and it's probably things that you have heard before, but the Lord has placed this on my heart for this time and for this season. In fact, I had something else prepared I was going to speak on and was determined that I was going to speak that, and the Lord took it away from me. I can't even find it. So I believe that I hope that this word encourages you. I hope it blesses you. And I hope it enables you to stand up in time of battle and to fight. Um, I believe that we are experiencing one of the most intense, life-changing, spiritual battles of our life today. And the enemy's target is your mind. And I'm telling you, he's making me mad. And I'm ready to fight. So while preparing this devotion, I heard a familiar alarm going off, like what you would hear on TV when there is a storm coming. And I would like to play this to see if you recognize it. This sound means get prepared, take cover, danger is coming. And I believe that the Lord is saying to us, warning, this is not a test. Take cover, protect your minds from the enemy. Wake up, wake up and focus. The Lord is warning us to be prepared for battle, to be alert and aware of the enemy's attacks on our minds and not to be caught off guard if we're going to be effective in this war. It's time to expose the enemy and take the authority over him once and for all. And let me be clear, our enemy is Satan. He rules and works from a well realm unseen and his mission is to target your mind and keep us confused and off balance. Have any of you been feeling this way? He wants to bind our hands and our feet, hold us hostage, and to silence the church. Through his lies, he uses deception to keep us from seeing truth. And we must remember, and this is, the Lord has brought this back to my attention is that we are not fighting against each other but against an enemy who is unseen and working through people this is how the enemy works to bombard your mind to cause wrong thinking patterns to deceive you with lies and disguise them as truth to create strongholds in your mind such as fear anxiety, anger, oppression, wrong opinions, wrong beliefs, and wrong behaviors. And he wants to affect your ability to hear God clearly. First John 10, 10 says, the enemy comes to steal, to, to kill, and to destroy you. So let's take a minute, and I want to talk about the physical brain and its relationship to the mind. 
The brain has a significant role in our body. Every function of our body is related to the signals that our brain sends. If the brain is impaired, the body will be impaired. So what your brain is to the body, the mind is to the soul. And the soul consists of your mind, your will, and your emotions. So if your mind is sending unhealthy signals to your soul, your mind is not going to respond in a healthy way. This is why the mind is the enemy's main battleground. So what are the enemy's plans to defeat you in your mind? He wants to distract your focus to keep you off balance. He wants to deceive you with lies about circumstances in your life. He wants to cause chaos, and he wants to magnify and distort hurts from your past. He wants to keep you depressed. He wants to keep you stressed and not able to think clearly. He wants to confuse you into the believing lies that are not God's truth. He wants to take historical elements you have gone through and impose them on your current environment. He wants to twist the scripture and conform it into self-serving agendas. He wants to create misperceptions of painful events from your life. To use thought patterns that are contrary to the word of God. And to use misinformation, and I have this in bold parentheses, the media, to cloud our decision-making ability. Warning, this is not a test. Take cover. Protect your minds from the enemy. Wake up. Wake up and focus. Ephesians 6 and 16 says, that in Christ, we are all, not just some, but we are all going to face the fiery darts of the wicked one. So what are these flaming faults that the darts that this scripture is talking about? In the natural, the arrows Paul is referring to are commonly used in Roman battles. They are dipped in pitch, and lighted and when these arrows are launched into a group of the enemy they are a double threat not only did the arrow penetrate what it hit but it could cause fire to spread in the midst of the soldiers in times of ancient battle hundreds even thousands of these arrows might be lit and launched at the same time the result often was massive casualties the flaming arrows were effective and they were deadly so in the spiritual these arrows are associated with the enemy's bombardment of the mind first there is a thought you have the choice to either accept or reject that thought second if we accept the thought and dwell on it over time it will take root and it will become normal to you. Then the longer we entertain the thought, we will start making mental plans to act upon them. Then finally, the more you develop the plans and act on them, it becomes a stronghold or an incorrect thinking pattern. 
The enemy will now have access to use this against you. The enemy of our souls, he's very sneaky. He's very targeted with his attacks. And I want to say personally that he knows you very well. He gathers information from the past and uses situations that have not been healed by God's truth from a young age to attack you when you are an adult. I've experienced that. He precisely targets areas of weakness in your mind and sends these fiery darts to destroy you. The enemy's fiery darts could just start with a few. And I have these in represent, to represent the darts. I had some heavier ones, but I don't want to hit somebody in with them. So one of them is fear. He may send fear to you. He may send anxiety to your mind just randomly. Then he may increase to a bombardment like suicidal thoughts, anger, rejection, criticalness, isolation, and last, unforgiveness, all stemming from unhealed hurts, unmet needs, or unresolved issues, strongholds. Here is the damage you may suffer, and I, I want you to listen to this and be aware of this, that you may suffer in your mind during an attack of the enemy if you are not grounded in God's truth. You may experience spiritual disorientation. Was that God? Was that not God? Was that me? You don't even trust yourself to make a choice. It dulls your sight and it dulls your perception. It clouds your mind. He may cloud your mind and imprison your spirit and keep you from recognizing God's will for your life. It may cause you to believe that we do not have a purpose on this earth. He provokes envy, jealousy, strife, and causes bitterness to grow. He makes you respond to others in ways that you do not understand. He steals our love. He steals our joy and acceptance and overall well-being. He distorts offenses to make them look more large and painful than what they are. We believe people are trying to hurt us when they're not and keeps us from forgiving others. It causes, he may cause conflict, separation, divorce, division, and oppression. And he encourages a victim mentality. It is always someone else's fault. Warning. This is not a test. Take cover. Protect your minds from the enemy. Wake up. Wake up. Focus. So now that we've talked about how he attacks us and what we may feel like when he attacks us, how do we overcome the enemy's attacks of the mind? We identify the things that hold our minds captive. We pray and ask God to reveal them to us. Number two, we have to confess them when he reveals them, and we have to repent. We devise a plan and expose lies to the truth of God's word. 
We control our thoughts, take them captive rather than letting them control you. We resist the urge to agree with the enemy's lies. We cast down arguments in our minds and the lie you have a right to feel that the way that you do. Be careful of what you listen to, the movies you watch, the internet, the news, Facebook, Twitter, the radio, the friends you keep, and the conversations that you participate in. Know your enemy, where and how he attacks, and his limitations. Read the word of God daily and believe what it says. God's word is true and will not fail. And most of all, be fervent in prayer. And how can we win the battle of our mind? And it's vital now more than ever to pray and cover our thoughts into alignment with the word of God and its truth. God gives us strength and power to defeat the enemy through Jesus Christ and the cross alone. Can I, I have an amen on that? God urges us to resist the devil and he must flee. We are to live in Christ and his power within us. We are not just weak people walking around in this world. God has given us authority. Memorize scripture to speak to yourself and the enemy. Scriptures like 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4. We wrestle not with weapons of this world. They are divine powers to destroy strongholds that are mighty in prayer. 2 Corinthians 10, 5. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself above the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. Luke 10, 19, God has given us authority to trample on serpents and scorpions that represent demonic powers and overall the power of the enemy and nothing, nothing, Nothing shall by no means harm you. Isaiah 59, 19, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. God's people are assured their enemies will be met with the irresistible power of Christ. Isaiah 54, 17 says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. God foils evil plots and accusations against his people. And last, James 4, 7, Resist the devil and he must flee. When we come into agreement with God's word and his will and we resist our enemy, we are given the promise that the enemy will run and he will flee from us. So tonight, I want to do something a little bit different in our prayer time. Um, if the, the people that are going to help me pray would come up and stand on the stage. And while they're coming, I want to say, through the blood of Jesus and the cross, the enemy has been disarmed 
Colossians 2.15, overruled Ephesians 1.20 through 22, rendered powerless Hebrews 2.14, and his works are destroyed. Not maybe, might be, they are destroyed. 1 John 3 and 8. So in this prayer time, the Lord has given me specific things to pray for in regards to our minds. We have got to be aware of the enemy. We have got to be aware of how he works. And we got to be able to identify his attacks. And we have to know how to overcome them. So during prayer time, these four ladies are going to help me to pray. First of all, we're going to pray a covering over our mind from the enemy's lies. Second, we're going to cover our minds from what we hear. And the third thing, we're going to cover our mind from fear and anxiety. And the last thing we're going to do is we're going to give a time of praise to God.